Beautiful morning to be alive. We got our special guest today, Josh Cisneros. Hey, what's up? One of the best grapplers on the planet right now. Episode 56. Don't mind my shades. Throw on a fucking snazzy shirt. Let's get serious today, boys. Okay, thank you very much. Gloria tells. Uh, yeah, got my PRK surgery last Thursday, and boy, was that a scary sur- uh, surgery went under the laser you have to just accept they know what the fuck they're doing they gave me a couple valium to loosen up and uh laid there in the bed um and the doctor said just stare at the light and i saw a little tool they start scraping a layer of my eyeball off and they said stare at the laser 10 minutes they did both eyes sat up and could see pretty damn good right away i'm like wow and i can already see better than i could see when i was wearing contacts and we're like four days out so not a bad little deal there four grand and get your eyes fixed it's pretty crazy you got good eyes josh yeah i got a 2020 vision so i'm blessed with some vision nice yeah how much uh so we're uh three three days from weigh-ins two yeah. days two days from weigh-ins mm-hmm. two days from weigh-ins and you're uh you're competing at 66 kilograms this weekend yep, and up. uh what are you weighing right now right now i'm like 152 so i got seven pounds to lose and how long before the tournament is weigh-ins um for this one for this one uh six hours or something yeah something like that mm-hmm. so six hours because usually ibgf it's literally like 10 minutes yeah you weigh in and you go this one it's gonna do weigh-ins at like 6 to 8 a.m in the morning mm-hmm. and then they don't start till like probably like 11 or noon mm-hmm. but uh they're gonna be running 66 uh, kilogram division probably like the last one the oh. so i won't go till like two maybe three p.m so i'm probably just gonna go in and go back to sleep that's gonna be nice yeah. you're gonna be able to hydrate up get charged up so a lot of people are probably cutting weight for this uh this tournament here mm-hmm. which is gonna be sweet but man dude what a stack tournament this weekend uh, i think everyone's so excited this is probably the most stacked tournament there's ever been yeah um how old are you i am 22 and you started jujitsu at what age started at 12 so going on uh 10 years now so started at 12 years old and 12 is when you started wrestling and uh doing jujitsu yeah so i wrestled i come from a wrestling family so i wrestled since i was like a baby mm-hmm. right so growing up 12 is when i was going kind of back and forth with wrestling and jujitsu so you started wrestling about what age mm, probably say five six years old nice mm-hmm. nice yeah i'm always curious when kids start that age were, were your parents pretty good at just making it enjoyable for you uh, to be honest, I didn't enjoy it. Really? I, didn't, I didn't really, it was like, I just did it because all my other brothers did it and it was mm-hmm. more of like a family thing. So that's why I did it. Okay. Cause how, how many brothers you got? I have five brothers, five brothers and they all do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you're one of the most seasoned ones. Mm-hmm. Dang. Cause there are, are any of them doing jujitsu for a living? Uh, no, I'm the only one. Um, as of right now, they do, they do mainly just do it just as like to train as a hobby. Uh huh. Mm-hmm that's awesome so your parents were so at first you hated it so what made you not like once you turned 18 to be like fuck that i'm not doing it anymore uh shoot well i stopped after my freshman year in high school so after i wrestled my freshman year um i was like fuck this i'm not cutting weight like that again Mm because i cut weight freshman year from like 130 to 106 so that's when you stopped wrestling when you're a freshman Mm mm-hmm so right after I placed, I placed eighth in the state after my freshman year, I was like, ah, I just want to do jujitsu. Cause I tended a little bit more to jujitsu than what I did with wrestling. I was like, I love jujitsu. I don't really like wrestling. I didn't plan on wrestling in college. So I was like, there's no reason I should do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. So back then you were still just training probably once a day after school. Yeah. Um, it would just depend on like the day. Uh, cause we had like a, like a, like literally a set schedule mm-hmm. of when we would be doing it. Probably. I would say maybe like Tuesday, Fridays, we wrestle. And then Monday, um, Wednesday, Thursdays, we'd go do jujitsu. Nice. Mm. Nice. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. But I mean, going with you, I think I grappled with you 
six, seven months ago and I was impressed with jujitsu. I was like, damn, this little fucker's good. <laughs> um, and you train with uh, Quick Shinyo, who's a mm-hmm. goddamn legend. Yeah. I mean, probably one of the best. He's got to be up there with one of the best to ever do it. Oh, yeah. how, how do you kind of split your time between uh, gi and no gi? Um, it just depends. I mainly, I mainly do gi. So I don't really do nogi as much unless there's like an event coming up for nogi. Then like we'll still uh, do. Then we'll start switching to nogi. But even for like um, for this tournament, like me getting warmed up, I would still get warmed up in the gi. Mm-hmm. And then because um, like I just drill with my girlfriend, like we do techniques and stuff. And we, like we're gonna train right now after this. Um, we would go. I put on the gi, get warmed up, do like round or two, and then from there I'll take the gi off and then just start training nogi. Nice yeah on the joe rogan and uh gordon podcast gordon was mm-hmm. talking about how like the gi doesn't help your nogi but then i'm thinking about it i'm like mm. i think gordon's the only one in the past 10 years that doesn't do gi yeah um i don't agree with that because yeah, like yeah because i train the gi and then when it comes into nogi like it just comes naturally i think it trends if you train in the gi it transitions a lot easier into nogi because it's kind of like the same thing just different grips you don't have the same grips so it's just a little different grips but um because you can do Pretty much anything in nogi, you can do it in the gi, but you can't do anything in the gi. Everything in the gi, you can't do some things in nogi, right? Yeah. So, and if you got good defense in the in the gi, then your defense in the nogi is going to even be better, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, because the nogi, it's like it's like it's a it's like a scrap, right? Because once you get sweaty, you're slipping out of things, right? It's like a slip and slide. Um, in the gi, don't matter how sweaty you get, if they get their grips, you're not moving nowhere, mm-hmm. right? You're kind of stuck, so you have to fight off those grips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for this rule set, uh, the for this one the rounds are eight minutes right um no for this one um first round of the tournament no i think it's gonna, it's gonna every match is gonna be 10 minutes okay. and then once it hits semis it's gonna be 15 and then once it hits finals it's gonna be 20. that's right that's mm-hmm. right so each match is gonna be 10 minutes and it's interesting because the first this rule set the first five minutes there's no points mm-hmm. second five minutes there is points but then there's some weird rules too so like you take someone down they go to turtle it's not points so it mm-hmm. forces people to go to turtle give up their back it creates a lot more scrambles it's like it's probably the funnest rule set to watch oh yeah i'm surprised more tournaments or there's no other rule sets that are like you know what we're going to copy the adcc Mm -hmm. that they're such a good cool rule set um your preparation been pretty good for this tournament huh? oh yeah no we've been on point right now i'm feeling super super good not affected by the weight cut at all i feel like i haven't cut any water yet um everything just feeling sharp so everything's right on track yeah it's fucking awesome we could see some good matches here um the friday i think they released the brackets right yeah so it'll be like friday night mm-hmm. they'll, they'll just do like a little face-offs with everyone they even told us i won't even know who i'm gonna fight until they call out your name so they're gonna do like a whole face-off with every single one every first round matchup they're gonna call your names up you guys face off and then that's who you're gonna that's who you're gonna fight okay sweet so you don't know until they call you up sweet yeah. dude because in your bracket alone we got Colabate. We got Keith Krikorian, we got Fabricio Andre, Diago Reyes, uh, Cobrina's son, Kennedy, mm-hmm. Gabriel Souza, Ethan Krailstein, Gio Martinez, Diego Pato, uh, AJ Agrizam, Gary Tonin. Oh, mm-hmm. man, yeah. there's so many sweet <laughs> matchups there. Oh, dude, it's uh, it's, it's freaking stacked, dude. I'm curious to what kind of, uh, what kind of um, seating they're going to give you. Because mm-hmm. they'll probably give Kennedy number one. Mm-hmm. And maybe what Gary Tonin number two? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking because Kennedy's a returning silver medalist. Um, Gary's placed, but he placed at a weight class above, so he's coming down. So he probably, I think they might give him number two, and then from there it's just kind of like, you know, um, the main achievements who has who's most achieved stuff like that. Probably AJ because again he's he's taking silver at two at probably I think was was it 2017. And silver. then he took bronze 2019 or I think so, I think so yeah. too, something like that. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good match. Right. And then 77 kil- kilograms, like, let's try to pick the winner. We got JT Torres, Oliver Taza, Tommy Langecker, Cade Rutolo, Mikael Gov- Galvo, Alberto Jimenez, Lachlan Giles. I think Davey Ramos is out. But Nicky mm-hmm. Ryan, Dante Leon, Hanato Canuto, Andy Varela jesus dude it's such it's, a fucking stack tournament it's, i think it's way too hard to like pick a yeah pick a champ this year dude it's a, every every division is just super super stacked yeah for 77 kilograms i feel like it's going to be hard to bet against jt torres mm-hmm. yeah because i think 
I don't know how old he is, but he's probably getting right right to his prime, and he's got the smarts. Um, it's going to be hard to get, bet against JT Torres, yeah. but I'm excited to see this. Uh, he's 33. He's 33, yeah, freaking prime for jiu-jitsu. Uh, Mikhail Gaval, how he does and some of the matches for him. Dude, I think, honestly, if it was a match between JT and Mika Gaval, it's like, that's just going to be fireworks, man. It's yeah. going to be so hard to, to know who's going to win. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Takino saying just how fucking strong JT Torres' grips mm-hmm. are. His just grips are so crazy strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be hard against bet against JT Torres on that one, so I'm going to pick him. Uh, 88 kilograms, got Matthias Deans, Giancarlo Bodani, uh, J-Rod. Um, we got Mason Fowler, Shanji Hibiero, Josh Hinger, Tyru Tolo, Wagner Hosha, Lucas Barbosa at the 88 kilograms. Isaac Mitchell and then Pedro Moreno. Jesus. Yeah. That one's fucking insane too, dude. But I would say for that one it's gonna be either Matthias Deans or uh Hulk Barboza. Mm. Good fucking rule set. I mean Hulk can wrestle like a motherfucker. I got I gotta go with my boy uh Mason Fowler. Dude, that I'm a huge a fan of that guy too. Uh, that's my boy right there. He's a fucking animal. Oh, yeah. He's been he's been on a grind, dude. He's been on it for a while too, mm-hmm. just competing everywhere. Yep. In the gi and no gi, freaking sweet. And then uh, I think under 99 kilograms, Kanan Duarte, Rafael Lovato, um, another stacked one there, Craig Jones, Devontae Johnson, Nicholas Mirigali. Curious to see how he does. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. So the finals match, that, ha- that has potential to go a 40 minute match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Because of the, uh, the overtime. Okay, so then plus 99 kilograms, we got Gordon Ryan, Felipe Pena, Joao Rocha, Victor Hugo, Orlando Sanchez, Cyborg, Vinny Megalis, and then uh, Nicky Rod. You know, if there's going to be someone that beats Gordon, I feel like it could possibly Nicky, be Nicky Rod in this rule set. Yeah. I feel like just because he's gone with him a lot, so he's got the confidence of going with him. He kind of knows his strength and just this rule set. Nicky Rod's such a freak athlete. He's oh, yeah. such a good wrestler. If he plays the rule set right, I hope we see that match. Yeah, no, he's super athletic. And the last time he, he fought uh, in 2019, like that was three years ago. Yeah. So he's probably he's progressed three years now, dude. He must be insane. He might have, he has the technique now. Yeah. Plus athleticism, the wrestling and stuff. So I think if it was Gordon would fight him, I don't think Gordon would be able to take him down mm-hmm. just because of his athleticism, his wrestling background stuff. But, you know, if it goes to the ground, um, you might see some leg entanglements, I think. Mm-hmm. That would probably be the biggest hole in uh, Nicky Rod's game. But if he can just defend that, I think he'd do just fine. Yeah, and he's so explosive. And he's mm-hmm. he's training with Craig Jones every every day. So that's going to give him a big, uh, big advantage, too. Oh, yeah. I, I really hope we see that match. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we got the super fight, Galvo and Gordon. That's a tough one. That's a tough one, isn't it? It's uh, that is a really tough one, dude. You know, everyone uh, like every fight, and I just don't think I can bet against Galvao because every fight he just pulls it out, mm-hmm. right? Um, and Gordon's been on a tear too, so it's hard to choose which one just because Gordon's been looking so dominant lately. But it's Galvao, man. Like his name, his legacy, and like what he's done. Like he's had what well, he's been a champ for the past six ADCCs or something like that. Yep. Dude, that's more than a decade. Um, yes. That's just tough. And he's got the rule set dialed in. Mm-hmm. If anyone's going to play to the rule set, it's going to be him. And I just don't know if Gordon can really out-wrestle him. Mm-hmm. The one thing is Andre's age. Like, how, yeah. how did the training camp go? How many injuries does he have going into this? And and Gordon's just, like, mm-hmm. fucking freak show. Yeah. Just chicken and rice, just making him look that yoked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm Gordon saying? is freaking huge, dude. From when I first saw him to now dude he's like he's fucking huge he's fucking huge mm-hmm. dude and do you think it's just chicken and rice it's hard to say i don't know um i mean he says he always has like health problems stomach problems and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh but he's taking meds and stuff i don't know uh shoot get tested that's all i can say yeah um, but fuck it no yeah, testing on this know. one can't say nothing yep so if i had to pick if i had to bet money on it right now Man, that's it's just literally a coin flip for me. Mm. Just I just never mm. fucking know, especially because are they going to do the super fight before the division? No, I think it's going to be the very last match. So Gordon's going to have to fight his whole division. I think he said he's going to do absolute. He's going to have to do the entire absolute, and yep. then he's going to do the match. If he does all that, like if that, I 
I would have to say that's going to put some kind of, you know, damage on him. Depending on just how his matches go. If he just goes in and submits everyone, well, fuck. He's just going to be going in fresh. But yeah. he's not going to be going in fresh against Gavao, I think. Um, so that might have some effect on him. I think definitely. Especially mm-hmm. when they get into that. Because that, I think that super fight has the potential to go 40 minutes. It's mm-hmm. Is it mm-hmm. 20 minutes right off the rip? I or, think so. Yeah, Right off the rip. So it's like, dude, it's got to. Mm-hmm. And if he runs through everyone in that apps, I mean, in the absolute division or the plus 99 kilograms, it's going to be like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think he will just straight run through everyone. If he doesn't damn, like, yeah, what the yeah, fuck? he's the greatest, yeah. right? but, uh, I don't think, I don't think he will. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what, what kind of, you, you said you've been just kind of rolling every day. What's your training camp been like? Like when you're strength conditioning, how many times a week do you do that? And then how many times a week do you drill? And then how many times do you? you roll yeah so i've added on uh strength conditioning uh about three times a week so i'll get it in like monday wednesday friday uh, my training sessions have been minimum twice uh twice a day or three times a day right so monday wednesday friday i'll get it in three times a day um tuesday thursdays i'll get it in twice a day just to get kind of get rest in between just a little bit um but even then with like all that every single session i'm always rolling mm-hmm. right it's every it's always rolling 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 and then, you know, we'll start, uh, depending on like the rounds and stuff like that, um, Kishin was like, all right, we'll go in, don't worry about nothing, just go for it, risk it all, no points, right? And then he'll just, all right, go in for points, right? And then, then that's when you have to kind of change it up. And then uh, depending on like my partner, um, like we'll get Caesar, boom, me and Caesar will straight just be wrestling each other the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then it's super hard to keep Caesar down too, because he just like in Nogi, he just stiffs arms, you lock out that elbow and he just, he does, does like a Turkish get up. It's so hard to keep him down on the ground. Mm-hmm. So every time he does that, I'm like just driving, chasing, 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 pushing him down. Right. Um, and then, you know, we roll with other guys. Um, I have to defend for leg locks, stuff like that. I don't really attack leg locks as much. I've been trying, I've been getting into it now um but uh kishina will have a lot of people attack leg locks on me so i can just work on defending that and stuff like that um mm-hmm. and then like just after we'll talk and just work on some mistakes and stuff like that but um ever since then um just for the past couple of weeks it's just been focusing on losing the weight getting the sweat stuff just keep staying the flow and uh uh just just trying to just make everything sharp because once yeah. you're like at this point there's no reason of trying to like um the only thing you can improve on is just you're probably just strength and cardio right? yeah strength and, conditioning in your in your timing and your, your timing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. shit uh so when you go in, into your drilling sessions do you decide kind of what you're going to drill on uh or how do your drilling sessions usually go usually uh whatever kishino shows because mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a class as well so we have a bunch of other people coming in uh trying to learn so um and it's it, it's a gi class like we go in it's, it's actually a gi class so i just use that to warm up but as soon as we're done uh what do you call it drilling um began to the rounds i do one or two just to get warmed up real quick and then boom i just take off the gi because once you get like getting warmed up in the gi you start instantly sweating because mm-hmm. like just add it on gi boom you break that sweat and then once that sweat's going then it's, all right you're good you're ready to go yeah and then boom then that's when you start to scrap oh fuck yeah because how old are you now josh 22 22 damn dude um and and how many times a week are you teaching now i teach um three three or four times a week in, in the gi in the night yeah so monday wednesday friday nights is when i teach um that's when i add on like an extra training session so i'm still training the gi even though like i have adcc i still train the gi just uh just because i'm i'm, I'm still a gi player i don't mm-hmm. stop so i'm training both gi and no gi i've um, been focusing more on no gi but i still train the gi yeah how much do you think uh just running classes and teaching has helped improve your jiu-jitsu oh dude it's helped tremendously it's uh, uh you can do the moves right and you can do the moves but can like can you dissect it can you show the move um i think when i started teaching i started asking those questions like all right why do i have this grip why do i do this why do i do this it's just like mind blown and then in doing so you kind of find little adjustments on what makes it a little better mm-hmm. all right what makes it better for you um because like just doing the move you're just doing it because that's what you know right but if you're able to dissect it if you're able to show it to someone else and explain to them why it works i think you have a better understanding of your moves so being able to teach us helps you level up your game just of knowing why how and when to do those moves yeah for sure and i think it it helps with us like our first language is Mm -hmm. english like the a lot of people that their first language is portuguese they can explain things and explain things in one way but some people don't understand that one way and i feel like that helps a lot 
for my teaching style, I can teach the same move different to someone else and break it down differently to someone mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, yeah, ever since I started teaching too, my jujitsu took just a, a huge leap. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoy it too, just helping oh, yeah. making someone else mm -hmm. better. And you see the confidence they start getting in the jujitsu yeah. they gave them. It's just fucking. Oh, it's real cool. Like when you're teaching it and then they're having a tough time. And then when they finally get it, like that expression, like, I got it, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, cool. Like you got it. Now just, just keep getting it. Um, sometimes like they'll get it. And then once you leave, they just totally botch it again. Right? And then you got to come back and help them again. And then once they get it, they get going. And it's just cool to just to see other people learn and give back and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've been dealing with uh, some injuries lately with my shoulder and mm -hmm. shit. And it's just like, I haven't been able to train. I haven't been able to push it. And it usually drives me fucking crazy. But having my students be able to at least be still every day be on the mats, a lot of times twice a day, and still teaching it, keeping my mind in it, helps kind of fill the void of being able to not train. So yeah. you, you deal with any bad injuries? um the only bad injury i've dealt with recently was with that my knee injury um i first heard it at nogi pans i got knee barred um by pato and then that one kind of put me out for a bit um luckily it was just like lateral damage on it i guess my uh which which bone was it it was like the tibular or fibula the one that's a smaller bone and you're like that one was kind of shifted out a little bit so i had that one put back uh, put back in place and then i re-hurt that knee when i fought against um Cade rotolo at who's number one because he did that size scissors takedown and he did on the bad knee. So as soon as he just put all his weight and jumped on it, just oh. hear a loud pop. Oof. Right. Um, luckily, like for some reason, like it was a loud pop. It ached for a bit and then it just went away. Um, and I was like, whoa, what the heck was that? So I got up. Um, I was limping for a bit. I couldn't put too much pressure on the knee. Um, so since then, but other than that, everything's 100%. Uh, felt good, rested, everything. So yeah, you're young, buck, fucking mm -hmm. durable as fuck. Uh, so when. Um, when you do get injured, what kind of stuff do you do? Uh, it just depends on the injury. Um, so, like for my knee, I just did kind of like my own physical therapy for it. Right, just strengthening the knee, stuff like that when I go work out. Um, but other than that, that's pretty much about it. Just ice it, heal it. I get I use this thing that I get from uh, Armbar soap. It's kind of like CBD, right? Just rubbing the CBD stuff on it. Um, but other than that, no, just focusing on strengthening the joint. Uh, because man, dude, people in jiu-jitsu are crazy when they get hurt especially like Brazilians, yeah. right? They get hurt. Just, they just tape it up. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, I got to get checked, right? Um, then when they're 30, they're like walking with a cane pretty much. Like like the like the meows. Dude, yeah. I think when they get older, they're going to be like just all messed up. They're Wheelchairs. Bones. Yeah. Huh? I was like, I don't know if they're going to be able to walk later on because, man, like that, uh, what was it, 2019 when Tyro Tolo knee barred me out. Did you ever see that? Yeah. Dude, his knee was just i was like what the heck i was like what the yeah. fuck's keeping it on and he had zero expression on his face which was yeah. a crazy thing right yeah. a lot of people like they're grinning stuff right it mm -hmm. hurts he just had zero expression like does he not have any feeling in his leg or like what it's so weird that's insane and then he just gets up and just casually limps mm -hmm. off the mat right just walks off i was like dude this is like that's like I, for some reason it just seems normal for him mm -hmm. right but i don't want to be like that when i'm older i want to be able to walk and be healthy and stuff right um but I guess for him, he's like, fuck it. Yeah, he's fucking mm -hmm. crazy. Uh, what, uh, do you, you do pretty good with your diet? Who taught you how to diet and eat healthy, or do you eat healthy? Um, when it's time for a tournament, I get pretty good. But when it's not, I eat whatever. Pizzas, like, yeah, burgers, pizzas, burgers, whatever. Snickers. It don't matter what it is, I'll eat it. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, usually, like, we'll go get Chipotle, we'll go get In and Out. It just depends on the day. And then we'll eat home. And when we want to, like, we start, like, all right, we need to start eating a little healthier, right? Uh, like my girlfriend, she'll start cooking avocado toast. She'll start cooking eggs and stuff like that, being healthier. Um, but no, when it's time for, uh, what do you call it? Like for a tournament, you get pretty on it, pretty strict with the diet stuff. We just cut out all the sodium. Um, just try to go very little sodium to none because once you got no sodium in your body, everything just flushes out of you. Mm -hmm. Um, she has me drink a gallon a day. Um, it's like to start. And it probably helps with your, with your girl cause she competes too. How long you guys live together? Uh, we lived together now for almost two years. Damn. You guys ever get into it about like, uh, anything dishes or. Oh yeah. Sometimes. All the time. It's like a short term to do dishes. Like, can you do it? I'll be like, I'm super tired. And then, uh, she yells at me to do the dishes. Or like, <laughs> it's like, all right, I gotta go do wash the geese. She washes the clothes and stuff like that. Just a little bickering here and there. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Always. <laughs> so when you guys are kind of on your off time, you guys usually watch shows or do you play video games or what kind of stuff? No, do you no, do yeah. yeah I play video games, watch shows. Uh, I play on PC. Um, so I love playing video games, dude. Me too. Um, so I grew, I grew up playing video games. I grew up playing on Xbox, Halo, stuff like that. But I recently got a PC 
not too long ago. And, uh, dude, I've been just playing whatever games on Steam, mm-hmm. you know, Call of Duty. I play, I mainly play a game called like Valorant. Um, it's like, uh, you ever know what CSGO is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's like the same creators of the CSGO. So I play Valorant. It's a real, real fun game. Is it um, like a campaign mode or is it? Uh, it's like a, a 5v5, right? So, like, imagine Call of Duty, that switch and destroy mode. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. But no, I bet five. that's fun. Mm-hmm. With, with your boys or just randoms? Uh, I have a couple of friends on there that I play with. But a lot of times uh, when I'm on there, it's like at, at the time, as soon as I get done training, like I go home, shower, chill for a bit, relax. And then she goes on the teach. And when she goes, I was like, all right, I'm hop on the game and I just play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about streaming at all? Uh, we've talked about it. Um, what call it? it was funny because like, we've talked about it. I told her I want to stream. Um, back when I lived with my parents, right? Uh, also, as a kid, I always thought about maybe streaming sometime. Just right now, just haven't really thought about it just because of, like, jiu-jitsu and stuff like that. Same I focus. get tired. I don't got the same energy, right? When yeah. I'm just, like, relaxed. When I'm normal, I don't have the same energy. When I'm, I'm kind of just, like, quiet, low, little low energy, just kind of, like, to myself, just chilling, yeah. just relaxing. Yeah, those streamers that are just quiet like that, I see the ones that are successful, they're usually really good at the game. Mm-hmm. Like, for mm-hmm. me, I'm not that good at Call of Duty, but so I have to interact with my chat a lot mm-hmm. and kind of be entertaining. And it does take it away from the gaming a little bit when you're kind of multitasking yeah. instead of just sitting there zoning out on the game but god the game is fun dude i, I mm-hmm. play uh i usually only play call of duty yeah rebirth resurgence i'm hoping when the new one comes out we can start playing some search and destroy with the boys again and it's just a goddamn good yeah. time isn't it no, no I, I remember when it came out dude we were on search and destroy every day mm-hmm. like yeah me and my friends we'd play search and destroy every single day my brother plays games too so we play games together um but nah i don't know it's just like the search and destroy now modern warfare is not the same Right, and we play a little bit of War Warzone, um, but it's just not the same. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of waiting for the, for the new one to come out too. Yeah, hell yeah. So you do uh, what, what kind of do you do coffee or coffee or marijuana or you do any of that stuff? Nah, um, I'll drink. Shoot, if it's like coffee, it's gonna be like one of the sweetest coffees you ever drink, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't do vanilla bitter. latte. Yeah, I'll do like a vanilla latte, but like extra, extra sweet. Damn. Um, I can't do that bitterness, dude. Like, yeah. you ask my girlfriend, I drink any of her. I'm like, Bleh. nah. It's like, it'll be good at first. And then once it hits the end, dude, it's like so bitter. I'm like, nah. Yeah. I got to drink something else. I got to sweeten it up a little bit. So, um, ever energy drinks? Um, yeah, I'll drink energy drinks sometimes. Just depends on like how I'm feeling, whenever. But usually, nah. I wake up, drink water, um, just drink whatever. I usually drink, um, ever hear of this uh, drink called like Clear American? get Uh-oh. it from uh you get it from walmart it's flavored water it's like the sparkling water but you know all the bubbly stuff like that it don't it don't taste like nothing just mm-hmm. like straight sparkling water and I, I hate that taste but clear american actually tastes like a soda it tastes like a real drink mm-hmm. um but it has zero calories zero sugar zero sodium zero everything but it has really really good taste so i usually drink that um so like in time so like now that i'm cutting weight and i can't have like soda i can't have any of those drinks that's the drink i'll have because it actually has taste it tastes really good or i'll have um i get it from sprouts uh you know what izzy's are yeah i'll have an izzy those are good those are good um so it's like that so that's what clear american is but it's a brand you can only get from walmart mm. so i'll get those a pack of 12 can and i'll have one of those when i eat and stuff like that it tastes super super good mm-hmm. and you've never done marijuana no any of your brothers um probably i don't know um, never asked yeah them. i never asked them um it's just something like i grew up just how like how i was raised yeah um I don't see anything bad with it. I just think just for my career and stuff like that, I probably just won't be doing it just because, um, I don't know. I heard that it kind of like affects your cardio a little bit. Mm. Right. So I want to have the best cardio. That's why I'm kind of like, want to keep up my cardio and stuff like that. Um, maybe I'll do it when I'm older. Yeah. Um, and I'm like done competing maybe, but mm-hmm. for now as a career, I try not to drink. Like I literally just started drinking alcohol. Um, when was it in July? Had a couple sips and got a little tipsy. Yeah yeah enjoy it um, yeah i just had a couple sips i was out there with friends we went for american nationals jiu-jitsu in vegas and i was like fuck it i'm in vegas with some friends i'll have a, i have a sip um i had a sip of uh what was it i think it was a bud light and i was like oh this tastes like ass mm-hmm. um and then they took me they got me this uh it's one of the slushy drinks right yeah the um, big one no nah, not too big it was like a like a medium-sized one Is it like wanna... a margarita maybe or no mm. hard to no. say no uh sweet 
sweet though it's sweet yeah it was sweet they put a slush they put a shot a shot in it um but like for the shot man i guess it was like the end of the bottle they put a lot more than a shot i was like holy mm-hmm. shit and um, what'd you start feeling a little numb a little want to get crazy or no i just felt uh relaxed loosened up a little bit mm-hmm. just having fun yeah uh, so i was like i was like huh kind of like you know a little normal not too not too much and did your girl have a couple sips with you uh, at that time, no. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she tried it actually, but no, she gets pretty tipsy off like one drink. Yeah, yeah, she gets like really, like really fun and stuff. So I'm like, oh dang, that's um, how I get too. I have a couple sips, I start getting crazy. Yeah. I don't really like how I, I, I uh, alcohol. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It makes me just, it makes me stupid to where <laughs> I just start doing dumb shit, yeah. and, then, and then and then you do too much, and you start losing like all motor functions. Mm-hmm. I definitely think a couple, yeah. <laughs> what did you say Jay? just black out yeah <laughs> i mean a couple sips to loosen you up is always uh yeah not a bad thing yeah though. but like if i don't the thing is like if i don't like it i'm not gonna have it right mm-hmm. so it's like if, it, if an alcohol drink one that i really like it's a it's this sloshy that i got when i was in maui it's at this maui brewing company um it was a sloshy with a gin in it and it was like one of the best drinks um i had like with alcohol any alcoholic drink so like if i have like these regular beers and stuff and it don't taste good i'm most likely not going to drink it mm-hmm. i like to drink something that's like kind of fruity that tastes good right i'm going to enjoy it um but you know people say it's like oh it's an acquired taste when people tell me it's an acquired taste it's like that means it tastes like ass um that means i'm not gonna have it right yeah it's like if if i like something and i want something it better taste good immediately as soon as i have it it's like oh heck yeah i want some more of this Fuck that's the yeah. kind of guy i am right you um, like your sweets mm-hmm. oh yeah you like cupcakes and stuff or oh yeah Mm-hmm. all sweets yeah all sweets candy laffy uh, taffies yeah nice pretty much anything gummy worms oh i love gummy worms dude gummy worms gummy bears yeah uh, it's stuff. probably good at, that you don't do a little smoke smoke because you'll like those gummy bears even more uh. <laughs> way more so what kind of supplements you do you like do, do do you do protein or you just do some simple stuff uh no i don't do any supplements i just started doing um like pre-workout sometimes some bcas just for some recovery but growing up, no, nah, I never took any protein, creatine, nothing like that. Damn. Um, but we do eggs and steak. Yeah, and do, do eggs, steak, just stuff, anything that's like kind of like more natural. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, stuff that are more organic. I never really like researched up on protein, creatine, so I never took it. Um, just so, yeah, just growing up, just never took it. My little brother, though, would have to take protein shakes and stuff like that because like uh, he would have a tough time. They would like putting on weight you know growing and stuff like that but now now he's grown he's i think now he's actually bigger than me right now because he's actually competing at the adcc open i have two of my brothers my little brother caleb and then my uh younger brother uh jacob jacob's two years younger than me my brother caleb uh he's like 12 13 right now doing the adcc open for kids so i'm gonna go see them tomorrow sweet um so yeah so no so jacob my little brother he's actually bigger than me i think he's competing at 155 so you're um, the so oldest no i am the middle child so i have three older brothers and two younger brothers are you the toughest out of them all I like to think so. Mm-hmm. Um, they never challenge you. Uh, no, we always we're always super competitive with each other. We mm-hmm. always challenge each other and make jokes and crack up about it and you know talk shit to each other mm-hmm. when we do it. So it's like it's super super fun. Um, that's just how like we grew up with anything. With anything, we're always super competitive with each other. So yeah. like whether it's video games to wrestling to jujitsu to football, any kind of sports, we're always talking shit to each other. Yeah, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. It always helps you level up with your bros, huh? Oh yeah, yeah it's just always super fun. Good times. So we had a question for uh, Dan Garner this uh, this morning, and I'll play it here. And he repeats the question as we go, so I won't listen in. What's up, guys? Tim asked me, what is a common mistake that fighters make post-weigh-in? Look, the first thing that comes to mind is that they celebrate the weigh-in rather than celebrate the fight. One way in which they celebrate this weigh-in is by eating low-quality, mediocre, but delicious foods. This is immediately prior to competition. Like you've got 24 hours until you have to compete and you want to be at your absolute best. You didn't go through this entire training camp eating the highest quality foods so that you can stuff your face with shit the moment before the most important part of the last eight weeks takes place. You can't do this. This is a terrible way to rehydrate. It's a terrible way to refuel. It's a terrible way. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Weigh in is by want to be at your absolute best. 
please, you can't do this. This is a terrible way to rehydrate. It's a terrible way to refuel. It's a terrible way to optimize the mind and body for performance. So post weigh-in, it's going to be different with respect to strategy based on weight class, how much you had to cut, lots of variables at play. But one broad spectrum rule I could apply to everybody is that you want to refuel and rehydrate with the foods that you ate during camp. The things you know agree with you, the things that don't bloat you, the things that won't give you diarrhea, the things that make you feel light, fluid, and athletic, whatever you eat during camp, do your absolute best to get these access to these foods post weigh-in and use those to get back on weight. And then if you want to celebrate with some treats and snacks and delicious foods, do that after the fight, not before the fight. Or to put this another way, post weigh-in, don't just eat the foods you like. Eat the foods that like you. Yeah, thanks for that, Dan Garner. Uh, I mean, I see that a lot. I even see it in the UFC a lot too. People will weigh in, they'll, they'll eat clean all the way up to the weigh in. Their body's depleted of everything. And even the UFC is fucking weird about it. At weigh ins, they'll have all this, like, they'll have like Cheez Its sitting there and they'll have like peanut butter and jelly. They'll have this just like shitty food. And they say they go by the science and all this stuff, but they have like just like terrible food full of preservatives ready for you after weigh ins. It's like, what the fuck? We're not going to eat that. A lot of people do that. They they stuff their face. They're like, oh, I'm done. I'm cut, done cutting weight. The diet's done, and then they put all put all this food in their body that their body's not used to, and it's not used to digesting. And then while you're rehydrating and fight day, your body's focusing on breaking down all that shitty food compared to just healing up. So, that, I mean, that's the best advice: is after your weigh-ins, just eat the foods that your body's used to digesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a big one. I've made that mistake multiple times when I was younger. Just weigh in and just, like, fucking oh, stuff my thing. shit to the gills. Yeah, no. Like, after wrestling, like, weighing in for wrestling, as soon as I get done weighing in, I'll probably go get, like, a double Western bacon cheeseburger from Damn. Oh, dude, that would <laughs> taste so good. Yeah. It, I don't know. For some reason, after cutting weight, everything tastes, like, two times better. A hundred percent. But, no. Like, uh, I was definitely a victim of that, but I kind of started switching up. So, after this one, after I weigh in, because I can't gain too much weight because we have two day weigh-ins right and it's both scratch weight so i gotta make 145 saturday and 145 sunday um so i have to be careful on how much i eat i can't gain too much so i'm probably going to be gaining probably like five pounds hydrate up to five pounds and then boom just probably sauna that night but i'll probably lose weight like just from competing in yeah. the match right so i'll lose weight and then whatever i weigh after just hit the sauna for a bit and then like i sleep off about a pound pound and a half yep. in my sleep so kind of like calculate it to where i lose off this much if i'm still a pound over i'll go to sleep wake up mm -hmm. boom right on weigh in and then from there i don't gotta worry i can go rehydrate as much as i want um yeah so because like for the trials they only had the one way in so this mm -hmm. one they're having two weigh-ins yeah so that was awesome the trials for the trials i fucked up on the weight cut i waited till the very week of the tournament for the trials and i had lost 20 pounds in that week Damn. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's weighing as day before. Like, I'm chilling. But I lost that 20 pounds. But those last, like, four or three pounds were the hardest fucking pounds of my life because I cut all my water weight out super, super early just that week of, right? So all my water. So now, for me, if I cut weight now, like I do it now, should be super easy. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't day before weigh -ins. It was like six hours, remember? Yeah, it was, it was like the day of. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they did the same thing. They ran 66 kg last. So mm -hmm. I didn't have to worry. So it's like I weighed in 6 to 8 a.m. I didn't fight till, like, almost 2 Nice. so as soon as i got done weighing in at the trials down the whole pita light i do a little thing where i mix um half pita light half gatorade together and it tastes amazing dude Hell yeah. just get those electrolytes rehydrate um i thought i was gonna be tired because i woke up at like 4 a.m cutting weight i didn't weigh until like almost 8 a.m like 7:55. i was like five minutes away from missing weight um so i weighed in boom down that pita light gatorade down like a bottle of water um we went got breakfast at the hotel i got like a egg avocado turkey sandwich um it was like that was really good i was like oh eggs avocado turkey is like that's good for you some bread some carbs get some energy and stuff like that um but now i was just hydrating a ton and i thought i was gonna be dead tired like oh, i'm gonna go to the i'm gonna go to the hotel room i'm about to like knock out no dude that electrolytes that pedialyte that hydration just kicked in right away i you got to the hotel up. yeah i was like moving around shadow wrestling stuff mm -hmm. in the hotel room i was like what the heck i thought i was gonna come up here and sleep i got so much energy now um, nothing better than that just first slurp after the weigh-in right oh yeah it's like it's like when you first after you weigh in like when you only want to take a drink right but you end up just chugging it because like you just can't stop for some reason yeah it's like oh man I then can't sometimes stop your gut is like yeah fuck <laughs> 
and so like i had a little bit where i was like i a little drink, i drank a little too much so i felt a little heavy but as soon as i got to warming up like all that kind of just digested came off yeah used the restroom and i was like oh, i felt good so going into that first fight like i had a shitty weight cut but as soon as i rehydrated i was like oh i felt super super good mm -hmm. but now this time weight came off super easy i did it right feel good still have good a little energy level um cardio's up there yeah you're Strength coming to win mm -hmm. coming yep. to fucking everything's win. on point so the goal is to go out there and perform at my best peak performance right? yeah so that's the goal version 2.0 um so after yeah that's pretty much it just eating clean and stuff like that i like i feel way better compared to the last of my kuwait i felt like shit mm -hmm. so no if you guys do it right you know you take the time to do it you're gonna feel amazing yeah 100 percent. so you fan of fighting at all yeah oh no i love watching bellator one championship ufc i watch it all dude yeah. whenever like there's a good card like i just watched the, the nate diaz um card mm -hmm. this past weekend dude and dude those are some good fucking fights dude thank god comes up didn't fight yeah. <laughs> right yeah uh, i don't know man because nate diaz has some good fucking jujitsu he does he has he, some good he does he does legit. but like even kevin holland he's he's a pretty good black belt he's pretty athletic he's he's almost more a more athletic version of nate maybe not quite as good jujitsu but he's still a black belt yeah um but dude you see nate come out there look like just a little floppy <laughs> mexican that's just I'm the like, way that's just the way he fights it's so uh, funny it, it worked out good for nate fuck yeah, yeah it did that Hums was sweet beast dude but he's uh i didn't like the way he acted after he missed weight yeah yeah i was like dude come on you're a professional man you gotta like make this weight. you're you came in eight pounds over he's like oh that's not bad <laughs> yeah. oh like, what do you mean that's not bad that's eight pounds that's that motherfucker's just crazy dude. Oh, yeah. that's why i'm a fan of him he's mm -hmm. just a fucking nut oh dude he makes people like strikers that's the thing it's like because he has such good ground game and i think you that's like a must you have to know yeah. have a good ground defense mm -hmm. offense just like the basics of it if you're good or you like you want to strike as long as you have good ground defense you're okay mm -hmm. right so like take example hamza against kevin holland he knows kevin holland's a pretty good striker has some pretty good striking power mm -hmm. right just immediately took him down yeah he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu but i don't know just from his matches i didn't really see any grappling that he's done right he's mm -hmm. mainly i think he mainly focuses on um on the striking mm -hmm. right the striking portion um but comes up dude like he's a he has international level wrestling yeah. which is insane and then his ground game you know just pretty much speaks for itself he mm -hmm. went for, what four or five without taking a punch and just absolutely dominate the guys but he didn't do the same thing against gilbert burns yeah and gilbert burns has legit jujitsu world yeah. champ right and nogi's insane and he can you know he didn't really want to take it to the ground because he knows mm -hmm. oh this guy's legit on the well, ground a lot of times in the, in the fight he, he was trying and gilbert mm -hmm. was just stubborn with his wrestling he was mm -hmm. doing such yeah. a good job uh stopping it i would love to see kamzat if they were like okay let's give kamzat a top top five maybe a top 10 in the middleweight let's give him one fight there see what happens with alex Pereira and then izzy and then let him fight for the oh, championship i think people want to see what do you think about like comes against paulo costa that's Ooh. gonna be a tense one dude that's that's a tough one i think yeah. i think that would be a super super tough uh test for comes i mean comes you come out you come out and just fucking go gas pedal boom, and just he sink goes, it like dude they goes. put him in a five-round fight with someone who can who with like paul costa he's gonna have to change his tactics oh yeah because he went well like zero to 100 with gilbert burns and that was only a three-round fight yeah and he's already getting gassed zapped so yeah like a five-round fight he definitely has a change because he comes out right out the gate zero to 100 as soon as Fuck. the guy says fight he just goes after the guy and with those oh, with those more what's up big will we got will harris in the house he's he's gonna be filming here for a sugar sparring session coming up so that'll be good yeah but for those elite guys at the top five someone someone like uh boachina he's, he's gonna have to change his tactics and he's gonna have to he's gonna have to lose to probably realize okay i can't come out and go boss the walls because some of these motherfuckers might be able to stop me it's it's, it's crazy to see like the different um physiques too because paul Acosta, dude, that guy's fucking jacked what the fuck? he's huge mm -hmm. dude right and he's making 185 yeah. right and when you look at hamza he's not that jacked like he's you know he's pretty fit he's pretty fit mm -hmm. and stuff but he's not jacked like paul costa no right so it's it's it's, it's kind of crazy to see like hamza competing at 185 mm -hmm. when you see someone like paul costa at 185 yeah for sure i think i think Hamza probably walks around a, a pretty 205 mm -hmm. close to 210 i bet so yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm a huge fan of that fucking dude. I love watching him. Mm -hmm. And then this weekend we got Corey Sanhagen, Song Yudong. That's oh, a yeah. that's a good fight. I mean, mm 
Corey is good at controlling the, the range. I mean, he can punch people at the end of his punches. He's good at controlling the distance. Song Yudong, that little power puncher. Mm-hmm. I mean, Song's going to have his best his best chances of winning if he can if he can cut Corey off and get him on the fence. Similar with Peter and Sugar. The the height difference is so much different mm-hmm. that Peter is going to be able to get to Sugar if he can put him on the fence. If he can't put him on the fence, I don't know if he's going to be able to get to him at all. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're planning for. But if I had to pick this fight, I would say Corey Sandhagen by decision. Yeah, Corey is super technical on the on the feet, man. Yeah. Um, and his jiu-jitsu is really good, too. Yeah. Um, his jiu-jitsu is awesome. But uh, no, I'm waiting for that, that fight card with Sugar Sean, Peter Yan, Aljamain Sterling, TJ, and then uh, Charles Oliveira against Islam. That's gonna st- that's a stacked card, dude. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be fucking crazy. I'm just, I'm just praying we're in the back fucking celebrating, getting ready to enjoy Charles versus Islam. Oh, yeah. Who you got, Charles Islam? That's a tough one, dude. That one's super tough. Islam's super, super good. His grappling is super good, his wrestling and stuff. Um, even his his uh, his his standing this has gotten like a lot better. His standing looks good, but man, Charles Oliveira has been on a tear recently. His title defenses against Dustin Poirier, against Justin Gagey, against Michael Chandler, mm-hmm. dude, he's been looking good. He's been looking like a fucking Terminator. Yeah, and Islam, I mean, Islam's gonna take him down. I don't think he's gonna strike with Charles much. Charles yeah. is gonna walk forward, march, marching with those knees. And then Islam is going to have to stay very sharp for 25 minutes because with mm-hmm. Charles, you slip up once. You let him get a good angle from his guard. You let him start doing some shit. You're going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. His body's made for guillotines. His body's made for darts, yeah. chokes, and anacondas. And he's so, his, his hips and his legs. Mm-hmm. You know how it is going with someone who's so squiggly with their guard and how hard it is to stay square with their hips before they're wrapping you up in a triangle or a yeah. plot or some oh, yeah. shit. So I'm so pumped for that fight. If I had to pick right now, I, I'm thinking Charles is going to beat him. Yeah. That's what I think too, just because I think Charles is more well-rounded everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Because if you take the guy down, you're in his game. Like his game, he came from the ground game, right? Mm-hmm. But so did Islam. Islam's more of a takedown, being on top guy. Charles is like, oh, I'll be, I'll be on my back, no yeah. problem, right? I'll throw submissions and stuff on my back, and it's so crazy. And it's so crazy how um, every second round, right, against Chandler, Gazy, and Poirier, every time second round, like it was like a uh, pretty competitive, right? In that first round, they were kind of getting the better of him, and then that boom, just that that switch yeah. flips in that second round he just goes on a tear on them man yeah like, i think uh with islam and habib too a, a lot of people in mma they don't i mean a lot of them don't have a really developed guard you get mm-hmm. taken down in mma they're like go to all fours and get up get to the mm-hmm. fence go to all fours and get up and with those wrestlers islam and habib they want you to go to all fours they can trap a wrist mm-hmm. and start doing a wrestling ride and really fuck you up from there yeah charles isn't gonna isn't gonna go all fours he's he's got a fucking great guard so he's gonna be playing from his guard yeah so it's gonna be interesting also charles they say how bad his vision is and i'm curious to why he's never thought about getting prk because they say or he's even said that he almost sees double in the cage and it makes sense he gets fucking dropped in the first round every fight so i think him getting dropped probably uh makes his vision a little better he's like all right yeah like, well, i'm about to <laughs> I could could die. Die. all right there we go my vision's a little better now um but no that is crazy man yeah aljamain and uh aljamain and tj uh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with tj on that one i was gonna go with tj too it seems like tj has a i, I think their wrestling might cancel cancel each That's other right out. i don't think he'll be able to take tj down yeah tj a very good division one wrestler mm-hmm. and i think tj is a little bit more comfortable he's got a little bit more tricks on the feet mm-hmm. so i think we're coming down to the last days of aljamain being champion yeah um i was i was genuinely surprised about the the, the, the peter yan against aljamain on how aljamain kept getting to his back and stuff like that i was pretty surprised on how he did that. i thought it was going to stay on the feet too on that one but no i think tj i think tj has the wrestling to stop that because he comes from wrestling right mm-hmm. um so yeah i think tj will be able to stop that and trying to like keep down the feet and stuff like that if he needs to yeah so that'll be that'll get real interesting mm-hmm. tj if tj dill saws the champion sugar gets through peter yawn i think that'll be probably the next uh, if he gets through peter yawn that's definitely 100 percent title shot right there yeah mm-hmm. 15 minutes with peter i'm just so curious how peter's gonna decide to come out because his last i think three or four fights have been five round fights mm-hmm. and he comes out with a five round pace mm-hmm. so with a three round pace i'm curious to how he's going to come out is he going to come out and try to make a statement with suge he's going to try to make it a sprint right away i hope he does 
if he comes out and starts making his like a sprint right away he's gonna overextend himself he's gonna be really mad and that's where sugar's such a good counter puncher yeah he's one of the best at punching back and up and that's where i think he could knock him out yeah i think he, he also has that advantage like with the length yeah i think he has super long arms because mm-hmm. i took we took that picture um after that training session i looked like dude his arms are freaking <laughs> long what the yeah. heck i was like dang i like no we're talking about like dang dude he has like that the, the reach the length and stuff like that and then like when you watch him fight he uses that really really well too mm-hmm. i'm like holy cow so now i think he definitely has that length advantage that he can use that for sure yeah and sugar's super super athletic like he's doing a lot of these things like these feints and stuff that he doesn't even realize he's doing he's mm-hmm. just doing it because he's like an athlete with his eyes and mm-hmm. his hips and stuff so I mean, we're preparing the best we can. We got a fucking great team behind us. He's dialed in. We've been sparring for, we've been sparring a lot more this camp just so he's staying super sharp with his timing. Mm -hmm. Uh, We leave in 21 days for Abu Dhabi. It's going to be interesting because we've never been to Abu Dhabi. We really don't know what kind of foods they have there. It's going to be definitely different because we've always been pretty spoiled on being able to go to vegas and have the ufcpi mm-hmm. and everything's taken care of with american food so it's definitely going to be different in abu dhabi but once the cage locks i mean everything's the same mm-hmm. it's what yep. we do every day yep. so it'll be good yeah um uh let me see here this week guys this week last week i gave away the custom pair of 16 ounce gloves this week we're giving a pair of um these mind z mind z with a z headphones they're these uh nice bluetooth over ear headphones pretty sweet really nice uh classy headphones so all you got to do is be subscribed to the page and comment on this video comment on this video whatever and then i'll do the random pick generator and then uh we'll give away the headphones you know what actually fuck it we'll do we'll, we'll give away two things we'll give away the headphones then we'll give away another pair of those 16 ounce uh leather gloves so be subscribed and comment and then we'll we'll pick someone random to do those and then we'll ship them out to you so that's it guys uh thanks josh Cisneros. you can tune you you can tune in uh this weekend on flow grappling the 66 kilograms this is the biggest tournament there's ever been in history so tune in watch him 66 kilograms i think he's going to do good tequino and i were talking about it tequino's 2019 winner he's the Mm -hmm. current best so and Tequino thinks you have a good chance at winning too. So we're, we're going to be pumped to watch. Oh yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, guys, subscribe to the page. And if you want more content, remember every week I'm doing a solo pod on a uh, patreon.com slash red Hawk Academy, and then putting random uh, content up there for the Patreons only. So, uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Love you. See you next week. Peace.